Yes, indeed it is. And we are uh, brought to you by Larry King Law. Injured in an accident, call 757-INJURED, 757-I-N-J-U-R-E-D. You know what it is. It's that day of the week where we allow you to do it. Hot takes, um, you know, things you would probably rather not have on the record, but you just you just got to get them off your chest. It's your worst instincts in sports. Blurt them out. It's a safe space. Uh, we won't hold it against you. Uh, get your hot takes out at uh, 757 757- 687-9494-757-687-9494. That's the Ballyhoo's uh, phone line or the uh, text line as well. You can hit us up that direction with these hot takes. You know, whatever they are. Might be predictions. It might be thoughts. You know, you might be, you know, in the deep state. You know, you might have a conspiracy theory. Whatever it may be in the world of sports, have at it. Hot Take Tuesday here on the program. All right. So I want to get this thing started. Um, and I think we were... Some of these are Super Bowl related. Some of them are not necessarily Super Bowl related, but uh, we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and hit you with some of them. And again, you can always text us. Uh, I mean, excuse me, hit us via the Twitter or what they call the X or the Twix at um, Jackson Sports uh, at Jackson Sports or at ESPN Radio nine four one. You can reach us there as well uh, here on Hot Take Tuesday as well. All right, let's get to the first one. My uh, my first hot take is about the three-peat. Um, I believe that Taylor Swift, we're going to find out here very soon, has in fact bought the trademark three-peat away from Pat Riley so she can begin branding it for the upcoming Chiefs season. So uh, look for that story to drop. I think it's just a matter of days before we hear about it. But Taylor Swift is buying three-peat off of Pat Riley and you're going to see a lot of Chiefs three-peat stuff put out there in the atmosphere uh, because of, obviously, the pop icon owning the three-peat moniker from Pat Riley here in the near future. Pat Riley's never given it up, but for Taylor Swift, he, he's going to get an offer he cannot refuse. <laughs> I got that prediction for you. So that's my first hot take. That's a good hot take. Thank I like you. that. I Thank like you. that. All right, here's another one for you. Kind of Chiefs-related. I like it. Jason Kelsey is going to come back and play next season, but not in Philadelphia. Uh oh. He's going to sign a team friendly deal, one year deal with the Chiefs Uh-oh. to play with his brother for more for one more season and they're going to move Creed Humphrey over to guard. Here's what I don't want to see from Creed Humphrey, uh any more shotgun snaps. So that's no. actually not that's not only a hot take but it one one that makes a lot of sense for the Chiefs. Well, he just looks cr- like he's having a blast when it in Buffalo yeah, and then at the Super Bowl. He looks like he's having the time of his life. Not that he didn't have fun in Philadelphia, but nobody was having fun those last five or six weeks in Philly. So I just see him going somewhere where he can just have that one last year where he's having fun and not breaking his neck every fourth down. All right. Um, all right. My next hot take is Kyle Shanahan is going to go on a darkness retreat this offseason. <laughs> With the 49ers analytics guy, and guess what? Kyle's going to make it back from the retreat. The analytics guy, we're never going to hear about him again. So that's my other hot take. Oh, that's a good one. All right. I could totally see that. Yeah, definitely. I want to take you on a darkness retreat. Aaron Rodgers says it's really great. You're not coming back, but I am. Anyway, that's my other oh, hot take. I love it. I've got a 49ers hot take. Okay. And this is where this is what Hot Take Tuesday is made for right okay. there. The San Francisco 49ers will not only not make it back to the Super oh, Bowl, boy. they won't even win the NFC West next year. That's going to be the Los Angeles Rams. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Sean McVay, the one guy in the picture that's actually got a Super Bowl ring. I'm just saying. Yeah. They, 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 they've got yeah. a nice young core there. They overachieved. Whether or not whatever happens to Cooper Cup, they did well without him. 
when he was out, they still played well. They've got a good young nucleus there on offense. They've got an aging defense. I understand that, but you know they they drafted pretty well there. Just saying, Aaron Donald might have one more left in the tank. I'm not saying they're going to win the Super Bowl, but I think they'll dethrone the Niners in the West. All right, there you go. Um, hot take via the text line. Pittsburgh Ross has got an all California Super Bowl next year with the 49ers playing the Chargers Whoa. and losing to Jim Harbaugh for his first Super Bowl title in year one. That would be something. Wow. All right. My other hot take is sort of Super Bowl related. Uh, FanDuel will replace Rob Gronkowski in their field goal promotion next year with Gus the Kicking Mule. Um, <laughs> actually, I know Gus the Kicking Mule is in a glue factory. I'm well aware of that. But, you know, somebody like Gus the Kicking Mule. You know, there could be like a 2.0. I'm surprised they haven't remade. They've remade every other movie ever. Why not remake that one? They're like 25 Charlie in the Chocolate Factories. I mean, similar IQ there, so I understand where you're going. <laughs> exactly. See I where I'm going it. with that? I'll keep it with football. Okay. And this one's maybe a little bit of local tie here. Okay. Taylor Heineke. Uh-oh. Will be traded to the Ram to the Raiders in the offseason. He will be a Las Vegas Raider. Look at that. Is he's that some get, inside information? He's got have? the attitude that Antonio, Antonio Pierce likes. Scott Turner is now their oh, passing game yeah. coordinator. That's good. That's They're good. looking for another quarterback. They're yeah. going to dump Jimmy G. And Taylor's salary isn't too high. Right. He's just the kind of guy that has that fire and that push. I think I think Taylor Heineke's going to be a Raider. All right. There you go. That's an interesting one. All right. I got one for the weekend. Uh, I'm looking way ahead here. Mac McClung will repeat <laughs> as the NBA dunk competition champion, Ooh. even though he's not on an NBA team. But anyway, <laughs> who cares, right? Like, what's the difference? Let's just get anybody off the street to win these competitions. Look at you selling G League jerseys. Yeah, exactly. Matt McClung. I, they kind of stole my idea. I had this idea about... Six years ago, in the NBA dunk competition was really reeking, or maybe it's five, four years ago. And it's like, you know what? They should just let some one guy off the streets, like this is a really good dunker. You don't have to be a pro ball player in on this thing. And guess kind of, and I know Matt McClum is sort of an NBA player. He's been up and down, you know, yeah, whatever. He's yeah. a G League guy. But, you know, come on. He's a, he's a, uh, where's he from, Virginia? He's from like some very rural town, too. Matt McClum. Of course, started with the Hoyas and then, um, has now, uh, you know, then moved on after that. Went to did he go to Texas Tech or somewhere? Anyway, Mac McClung though, yeah, he went to Texas Tech. That's where he was. Anyway, he is the Gate City High School is where he's from. That's where it is. There you Gate go. City, uh, which is uh, apparently in Virginia. They tell me. I'm not really sure. I believe it, but anyway, it is. You've probably driven by that time or two. So Matt McClung though, he was fun last year. I I enjoyed watching uh, him. He's a he was always a good dunker. People at Georgetown used to always tell me, watch out when this kid gets in the game. And he did some stuff in games too. But, uh, yeah, I got him winning this weekend. There you go. All right. All right. You want to do hoops? We can do hoops. You and got I, one? Go ahead. Th- this is one I could have saved for later, but since the All-Star it. Game's coming up, LeBron James will never play in the NBA with Bronny. Ooh. It's not happening. Let me wow. just uh, let me tell you why. This. Okay. Let me tell you why. Okay. The kid's averaging a triple single. <laughs> 5.8 points per game. Yeah. 3.3 rebounds a game. Right. Just a little under three assists okay. a game. And you say, well, you know, how long is he? He's playing 20 minutes a game. Yeah, he's playing a little bit. He's playing 20 minutes. He's he's just, I, I get it. He's a freshman. I understand. But, sure. And, and you know, unrealistic expectations on the poor kid. But he's not coming out this year. Not happening this year. Maybe not happening next year. If he has to stay in school, LeBron can only play but for so long. It's, I, not, it's not happening. I think the Oklahoma City Thunder will use one of their 300 second-round picks on him when he does come out, though. I think they will. They, they're going to do it. 
All right, 757-687-9494, Hot Take Tuesday. If you want to get on the Ballyhoo's phone line with us, uh, we just gave you some really way out there ones. Uh, feel free to jump on 757-687-9494. Uh, we'll get to your hot takes on the other side. Scott Jackson Show, Priority Auto Sports Radio. 94.1, we are brought to you by Larry King Law. And we are uh, brought to you by Larry King Law. All right, uh, the Hot Take Tuesday edition of the program. We are knee-deep in hot takes. Hey, which hot take did you say that might have somebody telling me you are drunk or have brain damage? Which one did you think they were referring to? <laughs> Is that one of the texts that we yeah, got? Yeah, it, it was one of my tweets. Uh, my boy Gutlead from South Carolina says, you either got brain damage or you're drunk. I should Uh-oh. check on you. Um, 804 says Aaron Rodgers is going to play fewer than 10 games next season. <laughs> Poor Jets fans. Not crazy. <laughs> it's not that crazy. Um, 516, somebody along the same lines as you, but a little bit more extreme. 49ers will miss the playoffs next year. Ooh, I couldn't go that far. Nah, do man, it. that would be wild. I get why you'd say that, though. Yeah, They're, but it, and it'll be their analytics guy's fault if it happens. Analytics <laughs> uh, guy's ruining this team. Oh, uh, man, yeah. Again, he's in a darkness retreat. Shanahan, only one of them's coming home. I'm telling you right now. I don't disagree with it. Shanahan's coming back. Analytics dude ain't coming back. All right, Stephen Williamsburg uh, has sent me a picture of uh, Caleb Williams. Yes, I've, we've all seen this. I don't know. What was this for? Attention? I, I'm not sure. What was it from? Is like GQ or something? I think What's it was it GQ. Doing? Yeah, I think it was GQ. Well, what about, is that worse than Ricky Williams dressing up as a bride with uh, Mike Ditka? Remember that? Remember that <sighs> no, thing? absolutely not. Not yeah. worse. Yeah, that's that's the worst. Uh, that was the worst thing ever. So anyway, um, I don't know. Maybe he's just trying to scare the bears off. I'm not really sure what that's all about. Um, from the 757. Oh, man. Uh, let's see. Do, 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 do. Where are we at here? Oh, I'm sorry. Paul and Gloucester. John Harbaugh had to call his brother uh, to deal with the Chiefs. Hot take. Chiefs missed the playoffs. What? Whoa. Wow. Bury wow. the lead, Paul. Yeah. Wow, man. Hang on. Interesting. That is, she used to miss the playoffs. So Jim is going to take him out. A lot of love for Jim, man. Uh, Hot take 49ers buyout fires Steve Wilkes and Kyle Shanahan brings back Belichick on a two year contract. (laughs) Wowzers. Steve Belichick or the other Bell or the kid or the other kid? No, I'm sorry. Steve's already in Washington. Yeah, Steve's in Washington. He's nearby. That would be a Wowzers, isn't it? Could you see Bill Belichick as being a coordinator? I really couldn't. No. No, I don't either. Well, Chip Kelly says he, he never enjoyed it more. Why don't, you know who the you know who the 49ers should hire, right? Ron Rivera. Oh yeah, why not? <laughs> I mean, I'm still trying to get coach Ron a job. I don't know why nobody'll take me up on it. I saw that issue. They finally said the Cowboys have really truly signed um Zimmer Yeah, now. Zimmer, it's a done deal. Oh, yeah. darn it. I was hoping Rivera was still back in play. Rex Ryan was like crapping all over Adam Schefter on Sunday. That was pretty funny. Um, on their pregame show, saying, nope, uh, it's actually not a done deal. He actually had some info there. Uh, 757 hot take. Devontae reunited with the Packers to make a Super Bowl run. Ooh. I don't think it will happen, and the Packers don't need him. It they just goes him. against everything, just saying that Adams to the Jets. <laughs> yeah, right, because there's the Adams to the Jets stories out there, right? Yep. That would be something the Jets would do stupidly. They'll give you, like, they would give the Raiders, like, a really high draft pick that would end up turning into some great player that that would totally be a jets thing to do well the gm aaron Rodgers does have a final say on these things k-dub says hot take shohei otani nl mvp and world series mvp 
I was going to go Shohei today. I was like, you know what? I'm going to hold my – I have a bunch of crazy hot takes yeah, on Shohei, yeah. but I'm, I'm kind of saving them for pitchers and catchers, but that's a good one. I do love watching some Shohei. I just hate the fact that i got to stay up late again to do it. I was really kind of hoping he was going to go to the East Coast. He was never going to the no, East Coast. No, he was Didn't never. You knew it. You I knew, knew it. it. I knew it, but I was just, you know, you can't hope. Uh, K-Dub also says, I'll give you, um, yeah, Eli. Oh, yeah, so K-Dub is the guy who he texted me yesterday, and we've been having this ongoing combo about – um, that the, the 49ers are doomed to fail, he thinks, because they don't have the better quarterback. But again, how are you going to get a better quarterback than Pat Mahomes? How are you going to do that? You're not. You're not. Um, and, and my other thing is, you know, there like there have been quarterbacks. You, you just have to be ready on the lesser than year. Like there's going to be a year. They're not going to every Super Bowl. You just have to be ready to take advantage of it. Like we were talking about earlier, the years Montana got and knocked out, right? Like the Giants knocked him out twice. You know, and you got to be the team to take advantage of that. And I think that's that's what you got to you know. There's got to be that moment for somebody. I don't think Matt Stafford was better than Joe Burrow. I really don't. That year, no. Matt, Joe Burrow was dealing that year, but Matt Stafford won the Super Bowl. Uh, he played a better game that day, but I don't think he was better than him. You know, um, on that season, I mean, he was dealing. Um, but yeah, I mean, Burrow needs to stay healthy. Agreed there. Um, I don't think Eli Manning was better than Tom Brady twice, but he beat him twice. So you could have a better team. There's ways to do it. What you can't do though is play scared <laughs> and everybody has yeah and everybody does except for joe burrow except for joe burrow right joe burrow's the only guy who didn't play scared and of course the bills who had to get the overtime rule changed that one year and still haven't had been able to come back and actually take advantage of the overtime rule uh-huh all right uh 214 not so much a hot take a thought slash exercise question are kyle and the 49ers a better version of mccarthy and the 49ers um or do you mean the cowboys um sure they're good but the games they need to win they just don't there's light years from being in the super bowl tw- you know twice in the championship game three times in a five-year period though than losing in round one to lower seeds every year yeah or round two yeah yeah i don't think yeah are they a better or are they a better they're a way better version yeah way better way better how about that leaps and bounds yeah, better yeah i don't know Listen, now this is where we get this is where we overanalyze stuff right we're getting to that phase now yep. uh tyler says if he saves me from washington football m- misery he can wear a wig and call himself uh kayla for all i care talking about <laughs> <laughs> caleb williams oh boy. i don't, I don't know man it's funny hilarious uh, i i just think people are overthinking all this stuff think they're overthinking all of it um pittsburgh ross says i could see the chiefs missing the playoffs afc is stacked pittsburgh ross is just coming hot take after hot take here uh, we no, th- we assume that the afc is stacked yes we we think it looks we, like it we think yeah. it is because remember there were a lot of pundits that were picking the chargers over the chiefs right before last season yeah no doubt about it just uh, saying. it's funny Hey, man, this is pretty cool. Uh, our guy Paco from Chesapeake says, uh, hey, guys, uh, Scott and crew, just a uh, great show today. Just wanted to say Coach Wilder wanted me to give you all a shout-out hi, and he misses you guys. Was in Florida with our golf group. He's pumped up for the upcoming season at uh, Tennessee Tech and gearing up for the first game versus the Georgia Bulldogs. God bless him for that. <laughs> uh, he was feeling uh, patriotic this weekend. He's got an American flag shirt on. All right. Uh, keep it the you. good work. Uh, your, your fan, Paco from Chesapeake. Well, thank you, buddy. I appreciate that. Is that, is that Taylor? As, I think that's Taylor in the picture as it well. Might be. Yeah, he buried the lead. I mean, Try no to offense to Bobby, there. but Heineke's in the picture. My God. The soon to be Raider. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. 
Exactly. You're going, that's right. <laughs> that might have been the one they're saying you're drunk with and brain damage. I'm not letting it go, man. Oh, not man. letting it go. Yeah, Clinton Portis, uh, Tyler said, we're all kinds of crazy stuff and had alter egos, for God's sake. Well, anyway. we could- <laughs> at, at least that could be moderately entertaining. Yeah, that was moderately entertaining, but we could also debate whether or not that was actually the rightest, the rightest of right moves. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, 757-687-9494, 757-687. Uh, six eight seven ninety four ninety four. Uh, as well, if you want to hit us up via the uh, text line or the Ballyhoo's phone line, hot take Tuesday. Keep them coming at the hot takes. Um, yeah, that was Taylor Heineke there. I knew. Okay, good. So you kind of buried the lead on that spot. And no uh, offense to Coach so. Wilder, but I mean, hey, he would even have led. He would have even led with that. He says that uh, Heineke was smashing the golf ball. I bet, man. I bet. Good. So he's gotten better because I think for a while he wasn't that good, but he's been playing a lot more. The life of a backup quarterback, man, it's a good one. Your body doesn't hurt in the morning. You know, you can do things. It's not quite as good as being one of the kickers or the punters like that's hanging out on the sideline, you know, practicing golf swings during practice, right? Taylor also seems to be the guy, though, that gets the way too late call, save our season, please, at the end from teams. No doubt. Does he get that in golf is the question, right? That is the real question. Uh, is he getting that on the in these golf tournaments as well? Come out and play on our foursome, save our save our group. Anyway, sounds like that would have been great. Dude was in Florida this week, and I'm in, I'm in, I'm uh, I'm just jealous about that. Let alone golfing. All right, seven five seven six eight seven ninety four ninety four seven five seven six eight seven ninety four ninety four. You can hit us up via the Ballyhoo's. Uh, Phone line, actually the Dream on text line as well. Same number, 757-687-9494. All right, we're going to um, get to this Jets rebrand here uh, coming up in a little bit. People were talking about Aaron Rodgers before. Maybe this will uh, be good for Aaron's uh, Achilles. Uh, don't forget, 6 o'clock, Ben Stadig, the Athletic DC, will join us, uh, talk about all these Dan Quinn hires. I mean, again, I don't – I mean, some of these guys, you know, that worked with him, like they just hired this guy, Sharif Floyd in Dallas. Okay, whatever. Um Ben Johnson, sure. Brian Johnson, I mean, sure, fine. Um, keeping, you know, the quarterback's coach, fine. But I have to say, a bit of a head scratcher with the Bobby Johnson. I need to know more. Was Bobby Johnson just a victim of the Giants, or boy, was he just flat out horrendous uh, with the as bad as that team looked this year? I mean, again, they gave up 85 sacks, and he's the, and that's the guy you're going to roll in and tell me your yeah, offensive line's going to be yeah. better? That kind of freaks me out a little bit. Anyway, seven five seven six eight seven ninety four ninety four. Let's get to uh, Bill in Williamsburg here on Hot Take Tuesday via the Valley Hills phone line. What's happening? Hey Scott, you know that commercial with the Dr Pepper where uh, Caleb's walking? I think his name's Caleb walking down the street. Yes, sidewalk, and he got the goes under the ladders and yes. carrying a black cat and steps on it. all those superstition things. He doesn't bother him at all. But when he gets to the end, there they they got to make a new one. Uh, it shows him getting to the end and then turning and running running away from the last one he doesn't want to have any part of, where it says, sign here for uh, commander quarterback, because that's the one superstition afraid of one. You ought to have to be afraid of. Hey, uh, I'm a high State fan, and, Scott, it's a little tough right now with college football, I mean, a high State fan, because two years ago, in the champ- next to the championship game, uh, Harrison Jr. had the uh, targeting called in the end zone, and... Uh, yeah. They came back from New York or something, reversed the call, and they said it was targeting at the game. And then they and then they uh, came back and said, oh, they reversed the call. And then that's what Ohio State would have had the ball, like, first and goal on the three, and they would have put the game away in about 
they'd have been like about 14 points ahead or so, but they reversed the call and had to get a field goal. And they also got another one called back to uh, reversal when they came back from commercial, a fourth and uh, it was a half yard short. But on the, when they came back, they said, oh, no, he got to, he got to first down, Georgia, you know. So Ohio State, I feel, got uh, kind of railroaded on that one by, by New York or whatever. And uh, they missed the field goal at the end, but that's something uh, that, that was okay with me the way uh, some turned out. But, but uh, And then that, the last year with the Michigan game, they had the reversal. of the, They didn't have the reversal, an interception on the goal line there. And Michigan had the ball, and it showed on replay that it looked like the guy didn't have control of the ball. And at the Ohio State, the guy intercepted, and he kept saying, he kept showing the referee the ball. I got the ball before he you know, really had control, and it was an interception. But New York or whoever it was didn't reverse the call. So that's two plays there over two years that, that now Ohio State's uh, shredding their whole uh, coaches and everything, changing all their uh, their whole uh, football team. You know, the coach down, except for the top, top coach, Coach Day's still there. But they're changing all their, their – and now you see this porthole thing. Uh, this, car, this guy's going this way, this guy's going there. Your quarterback may end up at Michigan next year, or Michigan's quarterback might be your quarterback. There's no allegiance to the schools anymore. It's just making a mess out of college football as far as I'm concerned. And I don't know what to think about Ohio State. They could be, if they had been getting that, those two reversals in the Georgia game, they could have been national champs that year. And then none of this stuff would be happening. You know, all of the porthole stuff would still be happening. Yeah, that don't so happen either think, way. Bill, um, I never thought of the know, world being against Ohio State until you just painted that picture for me. I really never thought <laughs> about them as well. <laughs> Well, they're sneaky. The world's sneaky. <laughs> it was obvious they really couldn't do it. You know, they sneak it. But that one goes to New York. The god, the gods in New York, the football gods. Do they do the that? I don't think they go to New York in college, right? They like probably go to somewhere like Atlanta or something, right? Well, they went they were, they, wherever they went. They went to AT and T. They were the ones running the show, I think. And A and T, AT and T. Some guy uh, there probably is supposed to be sitting there to get in the reversal or not. Some, you know, again, god of football in college. And maybe he went to the bathroom at the time, and they communicated to him, hey, was that a reversal? And he wasn't even on his keyboard, and they just gave up and said, oh, yeah, let's call it a reversal. But it was obvious that targeting because he had a concussion. And then he came back and said, oh, he didn't get hit in the head. But he had Marvin Harrison Jr. had to sit out the whole fourth quarter and more because of a concussion. So how do you not have a, a head concussion? How do you have a head concussion and not get hit in the helmet, in the head, you know? I got so you. That, that was a terrible, terrible uh, thing. But the last play of the game was a field goal missed by Ohio State. And the reason I don't mind it is because of the ball. If you follow that ball on the New Year's Day, it was right exactly at New Year's of 2024 when the ball hit the ground. And when it went up, it went right through the sign the guy was holding on the top stadium there, John 316 from the Bible. And it went right up between the 316 and the ball. So it was like God saying, hey, this is Jesus is coming, and it's more important than Ohio State football, and I, I agree with that. So, so I think right. it's meant to be there. But anyway, good Have talking a, to you. Thanks a lot, man. All right, Bill. Thank you. Wow. I mean, I thought Skippy the Cat only had all the conspiracy theories, but Bill has got them as well now. That's a lot. That is a, there's a lot going on there. I mean, he's been holding on to that for a while. <laughs> He's been holding on to that for a while. Glad we get it out of his system. All right. I'm glad we could help him. All right. 757-687-9494. Jimmy Lewis said, Ohio State fan, you're killing me. That's <laughs> oh, funny. People know. I mean, there is a lot of um, a lot of anti-Ohio State fans out here. Yeah, you're uh, you're sitting across from one of them. I know I am. And uh, usually another guy's in the building that is as well. Uh, anyway. <laughs> seven five seven six eight seven ninety four ninety four. Uh, 
Somebody on the uh, text line says, I don't know why everyone keeps talking about the Bills getting screwed in overtime when it happened to Mahomes first against Brady. Chiefs have been to, would have been to five Super Bowls now. Yeah, I, I say it tongue-in-cheek because I know how the, this is the Bills trigger. No, I, I, I'm not – that was the rules, right? Like, I mean, they were, everybody knew the rules back then. That was back when you did take the ball first in overtime. Uh-huh. Don't upset the yeah. Josh Allen people because they'll, yeah. they'll just take over the, the Josh show. Allen, and... The Josh Allen cult will come after you. you got to be careful. I mean, they're, careful. They're, they're still trying to get him the MVP. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Pittsburgh Ross says, uh, I was agreeing with the other texters, by the way, on the uh, – on the AFC being stacked. That's true. That's part of the hot take Tuesday. All right. 757-687-9494. You want to keep the hot takes coming? We'll get some more of them uh, on the uh, phone line as well. Ballyhoo's phone line, 757-687-9494. All right. The Jets are going to have a new look about them next season. We'll get to that coming up. Uh, it is the Scott Jackson Show, Priority Auto Sports Radio, 94.1. Uh, we are brought to you by Larry King. James Witham's got your sports center. All right. Welcome back. We'll uh, talk to Ben Standing in about 22 minutes about all these commander hires. and Maybe Ben has a good explanation for the uh, other Johnson that they've hired. And again, none of which were, were the guy Ben Johnson that everybody wanted. But this, you know, Bobby Johnson, the former Giants offensive line coach who, you know, might have had a worse offensive line than the one in Washington, which is hard to say. I mean, you don't have to hire other Johnsons just to stick it to Ben. <laughs> That's a good point. You know? But it feels like it is personal now, right? Seems like it. Speaking of Johnson's, um, Woody Johnson, the chairman of the New York Jets, on a social media post um, last night confirmed the team um, is going to have new uniforms in April. In the post, Johnson confirmed that the legacy white uniform, which debuted in 2023, will become a permanent member and will be joined by a green and black version of the uniform. Over the years, the Jets have continued to... I guess we'll call it evolve their identity um, with NFL uniform policies in 2022. They revealed the stealth black helmet to be paired with a fan favorite alternative black uniform, which debuted in 2019. And uh, they're going to have this whole thing, you know, roll out in some uniform release in um, April. I, I kind of, I, I kind of, I don't like the Jets helmets, no, the green either. ones. I like no. the white ones that they went back to when Parcells was the coach. Yes. And Vinny Testaverde was the quarterback. I thought those were better. Uh, those were better helmets. I, I don't really like the green. These these Ken O'Brien era loser helmets. I mean, I don't know why you'd embrace that. Your Richard Todd helmets. I mean, I, I don't really understand it. But I'm going to, you know. What do I care? I'm not a Jets fan. Those are all the also the boomer size in helmets, if I'm not yeah, mistaken. Yeah, that's right. <clears throat> that that is true. Yeah, I don't love them. I, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, they're weird colors. They, they kind of again, they, it all looks the same. And aren't the Eagles bringing back? Um, the well, Kelly, they did this year. They brought back the Kelly Green. The Kellys, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of thought they did better when they moved on from those. And I don't. I'm not a big. Um, <laughs> I'm not a big fan of the uh, the pewter. The uh, Buccaneers, I uh, should say, swashbuckler uh, ones either. The the, the uh, creamsicles, not a fan of those either. I don't hate the helmet, but the the unis, yeah, I'm not a fan. Because they started winning when they went with Dungy, right? When right. They, when they went to those pewter pirate, they became the pewter pirates, and obviously with all the, um, you know, the, that's where all the winning took place. Not not the creamsicles, or the the really rough years for them when they were early in their franchise history. So I see the Cowboys have finally sent out a uh, a tweet showing Mike welcoming Mike Zimmer. 
So sorry, Rex Ryan. So Rex Ryan was um, apparently, uh, he, he says he was the one who initiated the contact with the Cowboys. Well, you know, you have to call Jerry. So that doesn't surprise right. me one bit. Well, he was the one who initiated with the Cowboys that Dallas, you know, he says it was one of, the, one of the few places he would have gone to work for. Obviously, they chose Zimmer, who had been there a bunch of times. I mean, he's been with the Cowboys. We went through his last week. This is like the third tenure, I think, with him, with him in Dallas. Yeah, and he was there for a long, I think he was there for like 12 years the first time. It was a long time. It's an interesting hire. Again, I think he's very good. Um, he's He knows stuff. The question is, will his older school disciplinary mentality play well down there, or will people, you know, will they tune him out? It'll be fascinating. Yeah, that's a good question. Because, I mean, it's not too dissimilar to, you know, Dan Quinn ran a pretty tight ship too, but is are they going to get a little bit more of a disciplinarian in in Mike Zimmer than they had in Dan Quinn? Well, if you remember in in Detroit or excuse me in Minnesota, this kind of why his welcome was worn out was because he was a little too hard. They they said he did something really weird too. I don't know if I, I should Google this and try to remember it. So um, <laughs> supposedly Zimmer. They had like this stuffed animal thing going on or something in their uh, in their um, locker room, and Zimmer for whatever reason, like I don't know why they had these stuffed animals in their locker room for something, um, but he apparently like basically murdered the stuffed animals, a bunch of stuffed animals to motivate the Vikings. <laughs> it's like in 2016. That's so yeah. never let Mike Zimmer into a build a bear. Yeah, right. He would. <laughs> So he used a bunch of murdered stuffed animals to motivate the Vikings. You can <laughs> That's find this. so weird. This is on the Google. Yeah. Uh, before dismissing his 5-0 and team into the bye week, Mike Zimmer scattered stuffed animals <laughs> of the feline variety uh, throughout Winter Park. Their throats were slashed with some white stuffing seeping out like they were splattered in red paint. Hanging on a larger cat in the locker room was a sign that read, Fats, fat cats get slaughtered. That's not a saying. Man, that would have made The Godfather a totally different movie. That's not a saying, by the way. Fat cats get no, slaughtered. No, it's not a saying. And it's also not something that regular people do. Yeah. Zimmer's team then lost in Philadelphia on Sunday. And as the writer says, so it turns out the Vikings also get slaughtered by eagles. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Zimmer, wow. though, says that he did not slash the stuffed animals. Apparently, Zimmer did not do the slashing, but he did purchase the stuffed animals, but someone else in the locker room did the slashing. It was the, it was the analytics guy. Probably the Atlanta analytics guy before there were analytics guys in 2016. Yeah, I was trying to remember that story the other day. <laughs> I was like, so it's so weird. weird, man. It's like, why would you do something that bizarre? <sighs> anyway, defensive coordinators, man defensive coordinators oh boy taylor williamsburg says by the way josh allen has the madden curse uh no more like the mahomes curse <laughs> there's a lot of teams that have yeah. that curse yeah there's a lot of con- yeah there's a lot of people that are cursed by that as well um the mahomes curse is a is a real thing for reals thing 
think we just lost the internet for a second in the studio. I don't know. Yeah, it's been going in and out. Okay, cool. Just just making sure it's not just me. <laughs> just so you know. Well, you know, we're probably doing a reboot while we're, you know, office hours are closed. Who the hell could actually need the internet at 545 to 7? Who knows? You're just taking the giant plug out <laughs> back and unplugging yeah. and plugging it back in. Well, somebody get those hamsters back on the wheel, for goodness sakes. Anyway. Well, Mike Zimmer got to them first. Yeah, I'm noticing that. This is very strange. All right. Yeah, well, okay. Um, somebody needs to pay the bill. 757-687-9494. 757-687-9494. I would, I would read the text, but now I can't read any of them because uh, <laughs> they've all been destroyed. No, I found them here. Uh, all right, Tyler says that the Jets can have multiple jerseys uh, this fast. I hope the commanders can get rid of those hideous Tanya Snyder designs. <laughs> what about the name? I was sure you were going to go the name. Well, ask uh, ask any Washington fan how the all black jerseys worked out. Yeah, not so good. The funeral jerseys are not all this good. No. Um, Breeze in the seven five seven says all these Johnsons reminds me of the Blazing Saddles. Mel Brooks. <laughs> <laughs> Paulie says Zimmer wanted to fight Kirk Cousins during a game as well. He's all right with me. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, seven five seven. Dan Quinn is stubborn and constantly keeps trying to fit square pegs in a round hole. I remember Zimmer being flexible, willing to zig and zag. Uh, it was zig when zagging was working. All right, we'll see. We'll see if they're about to upgrade. What it's going to look like. I don't think people in Minnesota were that fond of as, of Mike Zimmer as the Cowboy fans were. But no, I don't again, think he's not going to be the head coach here. Well, not at least the beginning of the season. All right, 757-687-9494, 757-687-9494. Uh, you want to do Hot Take Tuesday, you can keep those coming. Uh, Pat Mahomes had something to say about this GOAT conversation today, even though all the numbers through the same amount of games at this point in his career so that Pat Mahomes has surpassed Tom Brady. Pat Mahomes uh, may not be taking the cheese. We'll get to that next year. Sky Jackson's your priority on sports radio. 94.1, we are brought to you by Larry King Law. All right, welcome back uh, here on the program. Ben Standing, the athletic uh, DC, will join us at the uh, top of the hour. Talk about uh, some of these commander hires. And yes, we will get into the Caleb Williams room ridge as well. Uh, 49er Mike via the uh Text line at 757-687-9494 says, uh, my hot take, Brock Purdy wins the MVP after he gets over the Super Bowl loss. Um, there you go. Pittsburgh Ross says, um, by the way, that um, he's agreeing with the texters, uh, by the way, with the the hot takes earlier. Okay. Uh, oh, and there's something else I'm not supposed to read in the air. I won't do that. All right. I'm just seeing that. It says not for the radio, and as I start to go on the radio with it. Yeah, put that in <laughs> bold print, people. If you don't want me to read it on the radio, make sure I don't. Uh, sometimes I just roll through them. That's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot there. All right, Patrick Mahomes did um, the McAfee show today, and he was asked about all the Tom Brady stuff. And again, for, you know, if you haven't seen these comparisons side-by-sides through the first uh, part of his career here, you know, as many games, you know, he passes Brady in every category. Like, he's way ahead of him in all the categories, including Super Bowl wins. But, you know, just to start, as Patrick Mahomes is well aware of and keeps pointing out, he says, I like the comparisons. He's the greatest of all time, and I like being compared to him, but I still have so long to go. I have to go in my career. Uh, if you look at the longevity, the consistent greatness that he had every single year, all I can do is just try to continue to be the best of me every single day and have no regrets I uh, actually heard Tom say this a while back, and it was his goal was to be the best version of Tom Brady he could be. All that kind of stuff um, kind of happens. All that kind of stuff 
comes with if you continue to work hard and continue to be a get your great teammates around you. I've been blessed, man. I've been blessed to be around a great organization with great players, and I can say I continue to work uh, the way I work. I have, I'll have no regrets about however my career ends. Now, to keep in mind, Brady, you know, after they won their first two, when they went back-to-back, right, um, in his first four years of hard, in his first four years as a starter, they went back-to-back in 20, 2003 and 2004, but then took like nine years to get back to his it was third a while. Super Bowl win, yeah. right? It took a fourth ring, rather. Fourth ring was a long time later. So he won three Super Bowls in his first four years as the starter. Obviously, Mahomes has won uh, that as well at this point. Well, he wasn't the starter his first year, so he was 2014, so it's five, three and five years, went to four. Um, but again, there was that long gap. Now, as you pointed out earlier, and many others have pointed out, you know, probably not going to have Andy Reid for the whole run. Can't imagine, anyway. It, it would be um, interesting if he did, but I, I don't think he probably will at this point. So that that's the other thing. I mean, Brady did, whether they liked it or not, <laughs> they did have Belichick the entire time. Yes, they did. Now, it didn't look like they had the time of their lives together, but they were good for one another and good together and a lot of success. Anyway, um, that is something to think about with Mahomes. But, you know, look, he does and says all the right things. I mean, that's that's the other part about Mahomes, right? He's very much... A guy who um, understands the big picture and stays focused. He really does. And you know, we were, we were talking about this um, in the office earlier. I mean, he also seems to thrive on the pressure. Like the, as the game got tighter on Sunday and later, and you know, more, you know, more leverage, he seemed to get, he seemed to get like even better. And it's and, and if you looked at his. The way he was acting on the field, he was like he was getting adrenaline high from it. Yeah, he feeds off it somehow, yeah. and that's just guys that do that are yeah. just kind of different. You right. know, we don't we don't we're not used to seeing that in, in this in this era of of sports. We don't really you don't, we don't really get that you know that that killer instinct mentality that 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 feeding off of yep. adversity type stuff anymore. You just you just don't. And he. He is that guy. I mean, like Jordan was that guy. Kobe was that guy. And we're not used to seeing those guys that much anymore. And Brady, to a degree, was that was that guy as well. But we're just not used to seeing that that often. No, definitely not. And it's uh, it's cool. You see guys that can handle pressure situations because we see so many others that are the opposite. You know, I mean, that's the thing, right? Uh, we see so many guys who are the complete opposite of that. And when you see true, you know, greatness, not manufactured greatness, not hype greatness, People that just really are, and they they really post every single time they get the chance. It's pretty crazy uh, to, to witness. Uh, seven five seven says Mahomes even said the other night that uh, they changed the rules because of us, meaning the Chiefs. <laughs> 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 yeah, uh, that is funny. It does seem that way. They did it to the Patriots too. Remember, two thousand two, I think it was uh, when the Colts whined. Uh, about Ty Law, and um, I don't know who the other corner was at the time. Maybe it was – I know Ty Law was one of them. But all the clutching and grabbing, and they, they changed yeah. the emphasis of the rule on, on illegal contact. You know, uh, what's his name? The guy's on ESPN now. I don't, well, actually, I don't even know if he's on ESPN anymore. The guy who's famous for saying Lamar Jackson should have been a wide receiver. Uh, their old GM. <laughs> anyway, yeah, he and, him and Dungy just whined to the NFL so badly um, that they, they changed it. And – you know, 
it worked out for for the Patriots too, because guess what they started doing then? Uh-huh. They started spreading people out and throwing the crap into the football as well. Yep. So they were they were completely comfortable with it. So it wasn't like it changed their lives. Bill Polling. Yeah. Anyway. So they they adapted to it as well. And like the Chiefs, I mean, they adapted this year very nicely to the way things were going. The way things are going. All right, hot takes. Went from hating Taylor and Kelsey to, damn, I'm going to miss Taylor and Kelsey. (laughs) That's funny. You'll still see them just on different shows. So somebody just shared this on the the X, a picture of... um, of Taylor Swift and, Jay, and, and uh, Jason Kelsey, Travis Kelsey at some party, and they were with um, somebody that they're saying is Megan Fox. There's no way this could be Megan Fox. <laughs> All right, I got to see it now. It looks like, I mean, I'm trying to think. It's like a, a mix of like all the worst plastic surgery you've ever seen in I gotta your life. I got to find this thing. Uh, it, it cannot be her. I mean, it's just, uh, I don't know. So it's Machine Gun Kelly, who she's, I think she's married to him now. And then it's like, like it's just, it doesn't it can't be anyway. That's not the girl from Transformers. That's all I'm saying. Megan Fox does look a little different now. Yeah, she looks I will a say different. I will say that, but yeah. I I gotta find this picture. It looks like some severe like plastic surgery. You know what I'm saying? Like one of those like Kenny Rogers meets um, Joan Rivers kind of situations. You know, and R.I.P. Both of those legends. You know what I'm saying? Somebody named Pop Bass shared it. All right, I see it now. Yeah, yeah. It's just like come on, really. I mean. <laughs> so unnecessary yeah i don't know yeah it's weird i mean it's close but i could see why you'd say that yeah i mean look it's her but you know she didn't like what are you doing i mean come on what are you doing here it's bad all right 757-687-9494 um somebody said mahomes's dad definitely groomed him to be a professional yeah i mean like you grew up in a professional household that doesn't hurt Right, I mean that does not. That helps. The guy's been ready for, been ready for it. Was around it, understands probably all the trappings of it, all those things. I'm sure he is well aware of all that stuff going on uh, with with what's uh, with what's happening. I mean, he's smart enough to know what to do, what not to do. And if you want to be truly great, you know what it's going to take to get there. And he's he's shown to be able to do all that stuff. All right, uh, John says Washington needs to sign Kirk and trade back from two to accumulate other first next year and draft a guy to sit behind Kirk for a year or two. Tyler had a similar thing earlier. He says draft Kirk and take um, and take J.J. McCarthy. This J.J. McCarthy stuff's fascinating <sighs> me, all the heat for yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. People love him all of a sudden, um, even though they saw him throw, what, more than 20 times how many times in a game? I don't know, zero? Yeah. Pretty much. I mean, they didn't throw the ball a ton. Good athlete. Apparently super, super smart, as Joe Gibbs would say. But Still surprised he came out, but that's just... Yeah. That's just well, me. I mean, this is what people are telling him. Maybe maybe this is why. All right. Uh, coming up, Ben Standing on the other side. We'll get his take on these uh, commander's hires as they continue with the staff and Dan Quinn. And yes, all the Caleb Williams rumors. Uh, Jaden Daniels, Drake May, all of it. Next, Scott Jackson Show, final hour. Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. We are brought to you by Larry King Law. Injured in an accident? Call 757-INJURED, 757-INJURED. James Witham's got your sports center.